0: The place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I am your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. There is a serious move in California for reparations for black people, as well as at several universities and cities such as Boston. We're talking about reparations, some form of compensation for slavery for black people. Between 1800 and 1860, one half of the United States' wealth came from the labor of enslaved Africans. Think about that for a minute. One half of the wealth, 50%, and I maintain that this country would not be what it is today if it had not been for the labor of enslaved Africans. America grew even more rapidly after the civil war and had it not been for that initial boost it would have not been in a starting position to be able to grow as fast as it did in fact One may even argue that America would not be in the position it is today if it had not been for the labor of enslaved black people. Now, this wealth that was extracted amounts to trillions of dollars. Sean Rochester, in his recent book, The Black Tax, has pointed this out. Black people are about 230 years behind the economic growth or position of European Americans. There is currently a debate, thus over who should receive reparations in California. Now, most people don't think of California as a slave state because it was designated as a free state when it came into the country. However, enslaved African-Americans were brought to California starting in the mid-1800s. This issue of whether reparations should be restricted only to the descendants of those who can prove that they were enslaved in California. Or should it be extended to all black residents of California who may have been enslaved and can't show proof or migrated to the country from the Caribbean or other areas of the African diaspora? Now let me tell you that I'm going to present a solution today that I haven't heard anybody mention. First. Just because one of the more than two million black Californians can't prove that they were enslaved doesn't mean that they weren't enslaved. Second, the vast majority of people who came here after slavery was over, such as from the Caribbean, were also enslaved. They were enslaved by the British, they were enslaved by the French, they were enslaved by the Portuguese, the Dutch, the Spanish slave master. And all of these slave masters collectively benefited from slavery. Not only that, but they traded enslaved Africans between the Caribbean and the United States. And so if you're thinking about whether the descendants of Africans who came to the United States, to California after slavery was over, should receive reparations, yes they should they were colonized and forced to work on the African continent. King Leopold II of the Belgians alone killed between 11 and 20 billion African people in the Congo to extract rubber, and this is only one of several colonizers, and that rubber ended up on American shores to fuel products such as the tires on American cars. To add to this, there are political alliances between many of these former colonizers who were also slave-holding nations and the United States of America. To put it bluntly, they get special favors from one another today. They have economic and political alliances. So when you start parsing which black person is going to get reparations, we were all enslaved. Every last one of us came out of some form of slavery, unless you're one of the few that can claim pre-Columbian descendancy, and that I don't know how you can prove. Now, they have many black people on the news who have said that they don't need reparations because their parents came from some other country. Your ancestors in those countries, too, brother, too, sister, were also enslaved, in fact, They may have even started at an even lower economic place based upon how severe that enslavement was. You deserve reparations also. And what about the black person in California who can't prove that they were enslaved but suffers today because they don't have access to the same resources that other people in California have? Again, many of the people who were enslaved in the United States had actually been traded from the Caribbean And vice versa, many people in the Caribbean had been traded from the United States. So we have people whose ancestors in the United States actually come from enslaved Africans, who were sold from Haiti or Jamaica or the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico to the continental United States. Malcolm X spoke about this ability to divide and conquer us and this mindset. They are dividing and conquering us on a local level. They are dividing and conquering us by saying that this is a local issue or a national issue and that it doesn't have to do with our brothers and sisters internationally. The enslavement of African people was an international process which enriched the United States but it also enriched Europeans. It made them wealthy. It put them ahead. It caused a two-century gap in the wealth between the black community and European-American communities. And if you don't believe me, go and look at the average income of any African nation. Go and look at the average income of the Congo, for example. Go and look at the average income in the Caribbean of Haiti, of the average Haitian, and then compare that to the average income of the united states of america or anyone in europe and you will see how you have been hoodwinked and bamboozled out of your money go to the internet and do a search on the average income of any african from any african nation and you will see this and you will also see this throughout the vast majority of caribbean nations now the only impediment for not giving all black people reparations in california is the concern that this might not survive a legal challenge. Then if it doesn't survive, they might lose political momentum to do this again. So here's a solution for you, California. Create a dual reparations fund. Create a fund for those who can show evidence of enslavement if you are worried about this legal challenge. And then create a secondary reparations fund for black residents of the state who can't show direct lineage, but who have clearly faced other forms of discrimination, such as systemic racism in housing and employment. This would give two reparations payments to those who qualified for both of these atrocities, and this would leave no one out fully. Right now, what do they want to do? They want to leave out Huge swaths of the black community In California Just because they cannot prove That they were enslaved in California This is not the right path to follow Remember, the African mindset Is inclusive And we must include all African people In this reparations effort As always We conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast With an original spoken word poetry Or hip-hop track By myself M.C. Brother Miles Maurice Miles Martinez Don't be divided and conquered On the issue of reparations Or you will be rockered knocked over your head in this political opera should someone enslaved by the french spanish english dutch or portuguese nations be treated different than a person enslaved by the american nation and given absolutely no reparations come on california stop faking For reparations should be given to every African person who has been forsaken. Forsaken by slavery, be it in the United States or in the Caribbean. Forsaken by colonialism on the African continent and forced labor. You cannot repair and fix this with just a band-aid. So create a dual reparations fund for all black people, whether they were enslaved or redlined or oppressed in some other way. Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast, on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at martinez at gmail.com, and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is martinez at gmail.com, M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the nine ninety nine level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa. By myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.